Dog Nation Podcast 45. This is episode 45 of the Dog Nation podcast, bringing all the news that the Dog Nation is interested in worldwide. Today is the day, dog fans. Today is the day of the G-Day game. It happens at noon. It's going to be on CSS, which is going to be on TV for you guys that can't make it over. We don't know about the weather, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to be there. I know a lot of dog fans are going to be there. They're expecting something like 20,000 fans to be there at this game today. We're going to come up out of the bunker and check it out and bring you all everything you need to know about it. Not the crappy stuff you get on uh, uh, WNEG, but uh, good quality info and exact the straight scoop on what's happening. Um, this show right here basically is I want to let you guys in on a uh, little thing we did this past week. It was Old Dog's birthday. We went down to the beach for uh, our Louis Grizzard Memorial trip. And we, did, we recorded a couple of things on um, Tuesday night. And I really want you guys to check it out. There's three separate segments, and I'm going to play them actually in from back to front because uh, you'll, you'll get it once you listen to them. So uh, today is the day of the G-Day game. Be sure to check out the website. We've got weather at the bottom of the website. If you guys want to uh, check the weather, check the radar map before you head out to the stadium today. The game is at noon. This is the day we're going to have all the questions answered. We're going to see Matthew Stafford throw the ball. They're going to know their own TV. They're going to have about 20,000 fans in the stands watching them. It'll be a bigger crowd than any of them have ever played in front of. Uh, except for maybe state championships and that kind of crap. But it's it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. We're finally going to get some questions answered on the field. Now, as far as the depth chart goes, you guys know not much is going to change on that. Not much changes at all in spring practice except things on the police blotter and injury reports. You know, So there's not going to be a whole lot of changes, not a lot of dramatic impact on the depth chart either way. We're... Um, you know, we're kind of looking for the rain as a blessing in disguise to see if these guys can throw in the rain. Um, like Coach Rick said yesterday after yesterday's practice, he goes, it wouldn't be a good thing for us to settle on a starter and then find out about the fifth or sixth game of the season the kid can't throw a wet ball. So we are going to get some questions answered today. We're not going to make a lot of impact on the depth chart, but it sure is going to be fun to watch. Come out to the stadium if you can. Tickets for adults are 5 bucks, Kids are 2 bucks, And it is on CSS if you can't make the trip. So, um, without further ado, here is our Tuesday night uh, recordings from me and Old Dog down at the beach. Um, you guys check it out. Remember that the second two portions are definitely parental discretion advised. You definitely want to send the kids out of the room before you listen to the second, the second and third portions. I'll be back tonight with Old Dog with some coverage of the uh, game. Right now, you guys can feast on this, um, I don't know what you want to call it, the <laughs> drunken ramblings of me and Old Dog while we were watching Florida win the uh, basketball game. So um, stay tuned and uh, check back in tomorrow night, I mean tonight and tomorrow for our GD coverage game shows. 
Thanks for listening. Remember, the audio comment line is 706-534-1516, and you can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. And by the way, we are hard at work on the new website. I know I say that every week, but it really is going to be a great website. Thanks to Big Dog for working out the logos for us and um, all the advice from Scott and Technical Services and Tracy and all you guys. We appreciate all your help. You guys are a fabulous, fabulous group of guys, and I really appreciate your help. Thanks for listening. Go dogs. Five of the Dog Nation podcast. We are coming to you live from the Lewis Gazard Memorial Trip at Myrtle Beach. This is take three of this show. Your worldwide global service, the global Dog Nation podcast service, me and Old Dog down at the beach. Old Dog, how's it going? Man, doing good. <laughs> doing good. We're going to have a few uh, just off the wall ramblings from. Uh, take one and two right but we did when we're in a little bit better frame of mind want to get together and give you some actual factual news um kind of had a reverse in yesterday's scrimmage over the first one uh offense looked a little bit shaky and uh that was mainly done because the defense really stepped up putting a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks which i think is a good thing for uh for the defense certainly but also it gives us a chance to see how these different quarterbacks in this tight race are going to react to the pressure. And uh, yesterday they didn't do all that good. Well, we had, you had Blake Barnes came up with an interception, and uh, you know he was picked off and returned for a 75-yard touchdown going the other way. Matthew Stafford also had an interception, but Blake Barnes and Matthew Stafford both had the, the best output of, any other, of, the, of the four quarterbacks as well. And I think overall, Matthew Stafford probably graded out uh, the best as far as yards. He threw two touchdowns, and um, you know looked pretty good, except for the you know the throws under pressure. Yeah, probably so. And again, I think that's going to come just from him getting a little more experience uh, and knowing in the situation what to do. He right. uh, got his first chance at running the two-minute offense, and apparently took a sack on the first play when he should have just gone ahead and tossed it out of bounds, would have, in a game situation, would have meant we would have had to have called a timeout, yeah. probably wasted one, and uh, gone from there. And in the, earlier in the game, he threw it up for grabs when he shouldn't have thrown it up for grabs. So, I mean, he, you know, he's got a little disconnect there over what to do with the ball under pressure. Right, and, you know, you got to learn when you're going to, if you're going to throw it away, make damn sure you throw it away. <laughs> exactly. If that kid can throw it 100 yards like we've heard rumors of, mm-hmm. go ahead and wing it up into about row 60. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. You know, um, we had uh, also a lot of, a lot of action on... Wait, hold on just a second here. We got a little break. Uh, today, by the way, dog fans, is Old Dog's birthday. So uh, here to serenade him real quick, right in the middle of the show, we're going to sing happy birthday to Old Dog right here in the middle of the show. Hit it, guys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Old Dog. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, Dallas. Happy birthday, old dog. Happy birthday. <laughs> birthday only comes around every two years, so I appreciate appreciate the thought. And you've had quite a few birthdays. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's our um, supporting cast <laughs> there, the Showbiz Kids, coming in doing the uh, doing uh, little birthday wishes for old dog. But anyway, we had um, 
we've got guys stepping up on offensive line that you don't hear very like Ken Shackelford and Chester Adams. Because of the shuffling around, you're moving Nick Jones and guys like Dan Emmon around from guard to tackle and stuff like that. We're having a chance for other guys to step up and uh, really get some time in an offensive line. How do you think those guys are going to come together? You think um, you think they're going to be able to gel in time to make an impact in fall? Yeah, I think they'll gel together, and uh, you know we've still got we've got another week of spring practice to go. Mm-hmm. We've got fall practice, plus we've got. Uh, you know, our first game, I think, basically kind of boils down to a scrimmage. It's just, unfortunately, with another team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't – I think that's going to give them some time, you know, to get things worked out and go. One other thing that was a real plus uh, in looking at things on offense, although it was kind of a little strange, too, all three of the top running back or, you know, tailbacks, all of them had 30 yards. Right. It was just different – on how they got it. Thomas Flowers had 39 yards, but it took him 13 carries to get it. Right. Danny Ware had 30 yards, and I believe he was right around 10, 10 carries. carries. And our boy with a bullet, Craig Lumpkin. Craig Lumpkin. Got 30 yards on four carries. On four carries, which averages nearly more than twice the yards per carry that the other two guys had. But what's interesting to me, I wonder why if... If Brown got 13 carries, why the disparity in the number of carries? Sure. You know, I don't know if they're if they're getting as much playing time, a piece in there, and it just happened that that Lumpkin is in, you know, more on a passing, passing down or or whatever it was. But I sure would, you know, and I'm sure this is going to happen during the fall. But I sure would like to see these guys get the same amount of carries with the starting offensive line. Right. I, I would like to see that, too. Just in all fairness, especially for a guy like Craig Lumpkin, has definitely earned an opportunity to get the carries, you know? No doubt about that. One other thing, well, actually two other things. How about um, my, Mikey Henderson coming off injury, just like we predicted last week, that That's the hamstring right. thing was no big deal. Even though, and again, this is just, you know, where these folks need news. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill. Kid tweaks his hamstring a little bit, sits out a week, and he's... Uh, you know, back at full strength and just doing, just doing great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, Coach Rick did have something interesting to say about that kid afterwards. He really likes the fact that Mikey Henderson will be able to contribute. You know, he's kind of cross training right now, and he's going to be able to contribute at a high level on either defense or offense as a receiver or as a defensive back. And they're talking about him possibly doing some punt returns. Absolutely. Sticking up for uh, Thomas Flowers if we have some trouble with that. We have a lot of guys that can return punts. From guys like Asher Allen and Prince Miller who just came to campus to guys like Thomas Flowers and Mikey Henderson. We have a lot of guys who are potentially high-quality punt returners. Absolutely. We just need to find one that can catch it and hang on to it. Absolutely, and run with authority. That's what I, I tell you. That's one thing I like. I like the guys that run upfield in a hurry. That's right. The Jeff Podron way. Absolutely. Catch it and make your first move forward. <laughs> first move is upfield, exactly. Um, what else have we got there, old dog? That, that's pretty much it. Uh, not a lot else happened in the scrimmage yesterday except that the quarterbacks were under pressure. Quentin Moses coming off the edge. Uh, you know, we had a lot of pressure up the middle and off the side with sack pressure. Um, defense registered a lot of sacks yesterday. But other than that, uh, Mo Mass had a pretty good day. And he said he's definitely not going to rest on his laurels and he wants to be more, you know, the standard uh, spring break talk. 
Yeah. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to try to improve. I'm going to try to hope I get more touches. That kind of thing, you know. Well, he's definitely going to be the man this year. Absolutely. Uh, I think he'll really step up and, you know, he's looking at a career way beyond college, too, mm -hmm. with his size and speed and uh, the hands that he has. Yep, absolutely. But again, you know, just to sum it up, uh, defense had a had a real good showing in this scrimmage. The offense, not so good. We've got two more practices and then the uh, G-Day game coming up here next Saturday from the time we're recording this and actually two days from, or a day before this is posted. Sure. And then we'll be back. We're going to take a day or two to break down the DJ G-Day game. <laughs> the uh, DJ game. And get it back to you. So we'll probably post another one on Tuesday. Uh, I know everyone's going to want to hear some news and know what happened, but, you know, instead of just getting out there within 12 hours after the game is over with, we want a chance to put our notes together and, you know, kind of come up with some ideas of what we think and, uh, what it looked like, and then it's a long, long dry spell. Yeah, it is a long dry spell. We're going to have a couple of interviews. Um, we're going to have an interview. I'm, we're going to have a couple of interviews with some former players from the 1980 team. Plus, I'm I'm very confident that we're going to be able to get an interview with a lady from the Butts Mirror Building that's going to come on and give us the ins and outs straight from the horse's mouth about. Uh, the tailgating situation. New tailgating rules coming up for this fall. Which I know has us all upset. Right. Absolutely. They take Everybody's and take and off. take. They take our money and they take our parking spots. I'm telling you. I mean, you know, what's the big deal? I mean, we got fired up about this last night, but I mean, it's six days a year, okay? And the football program is the engine of the entire sport athletics program. What's the big deal if we park on the grass for six days a year, you know? Oh, exactly. How and much damn damage could we do in the six days? I mean, how bad can it be? And if I'm not mistaken, and again, we really want to look over these things because, you know, I hate to be a rumor starter, but I'm going to throw one out there anyway. You know, if I read this thing right, you can't even set up your tent or lay a blanket down on the grass. I'm telling you. And, uh, and party and stuff. And I think they're trying to shuffle it over, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, you can come in and we'll assign you spots and stuff and that stuff's probably going to be out in the you know intramural fields or someplace where you got to walk 10 miles to the stadium yeah. I don't I really don't understand what they're trying to do I tell you it's not it's not nice it's just not it, it's not treating the fans with the kind of respect I think we're due for the kind of money we spend and the kind of support we give the school but um, anyway because without without football Georgia wouldn't have any other sports. That's exactly right. There wouldn't be any other sports at Georgia. But anyway, guys, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support. Remember the uh, audio comment line that I'm so fond of. You can call us right here in Athens. Actually, we're not in Athens now, but we would be. 706-534-1516. You can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. We appreciate your email comments, your audio comments. We appreciate all your support. Thanks for listening. Old dog, I know you got something else on your mind. Yeah, you? when you hear them, just don't hold take one and two against us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take one, take two. It was a little birthday celebration we had going on last night. But um, I am going to play them. They're coming up here. We're going to play take three first and takes one and takes two. If you want to uh, listen to them, it definitely is something you want to um, send the kids out of the room for. Or if you can't get to sleep, play them. <laughs> yeah, either it's going to put you to sleep, but it may burn your kids' ears <laughs> off, one or the other. But anyway, thanks for your support, guys. Thanks for listening. And um, if you have any ideas for other things you want us to cover, other interviews you want us to try to get, uh, other issues or questions you want asked, 
excellent opportunity. Call in the audio line, audio comment line, and we'll find out for you. Thanks for listening. Give them hell, dogs. Okay, fans, that was the section that we did the morning after the basketball game. We did that Wednesday morning this past week. This is the parental discretion advice segment that we did the night before. So, check it out. TGI Fridays. This is like the fifth quarter show. This is a dog cast coming to you live from Surfside Beach during the second half. Now, I'm not going to mention the basketball game. We hear there's a basketball game going on. We don't give a shit about that. Uh, we're at Surfside Beach on Lewis Resort annual memorial trip. Old dog's right here with me. Good to be here. Sucking down the Budweiser. Little Captain and Coke. Captain and Coke. Not much to cover this week. Uh, got one week of spring practice left, culminating in the G-Day game. We missed the scrimmage today. Luckily, everyone has been, uh, no major injuries. Everyone's doing fine. Hold on, wait, let me stop. Let me check that off no my list. Changes, Hold no changes. No, no injuries. Changes, no changes in the depth chart. No one's been arrested. So, so far, it's been a good week. Damn good um, week. We had a scrimmage today, which we did not see. And there's a lot of them drunks here in the background watching some basketball game. I don't know what game it is. Some team blue, orange, some team you gotta is white. You got to give it up. You got to quit. You got to stop. Damn, <laughs> basketball game is bothering me, guys. Basketball game is really bothering me. Um, there was a scrimmage today. You said that four times. There's a scrimmage today. We didn't see it. Derek's not going to talk about it anymore. If no. anyone got killed, we'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> Nobody got arrested. No, no, no action on police slaughter. Did we cover that? No action on police slaughter. Um, no okay. one moved on the depth chart. That's it. We'll see you next week. <laughs> no, no changes on the depth chart. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on a second. Let me get... You we start, probably need to start this bad boy over again. Start talking while I'm <laughs> Yeah, rewind on here. <laughs> yeah, what's right here? As we broke for you on the show last week, the Mario Rayleigh hamstring injury was a non-injury. Mickey Henderson. No, Mario. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> turn this off. We need to start the whole thing over again. Mario Rayleigh. Okay, so Mario Rayleigh was never hurt. <laughs> As reported five seconds ago. <laughs> Mickey Henderson, Henderson's damn hamstring was fine, though, and he was able to play today's scrimmage. We do know that. Let's talk a little bit about Lewis Rizard. Because there's more going on at Lewis Rizard than there is right now. And he's dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So, Myrtle Beach is one of Lewis Rizard's three favorite places. Right, and about all we can really fill you in on that has any substance at all. Louis Grizzard had his ashes spread in three places. One was in the backyard of his house, the other was here in Myrtle Beach, and also during the uh, Clemson game, a plane flew over at halftime, sprinkled his ashes on the field. Went into the stadium. What a and probably got on gesture. and probably got on yeah, a lot good. of us. We're good. It was what a which means means you're carrying a little bit of Louis Gazard with you right now. If you were there. That's that's deep shit. <laughs> we don't have Smooth here with us. He did not make the trip. 
Um, and really? hopefully this show will never get posted. <laughs> And you won't hear it. It'll be the lost episode. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to go from 44 to 46. As, as, as full of shit as we are right now, and we're sitting here, and we're just damn jawing about practice and Mickey Henderson and everything, it's still more interesting than the bullshit questions that they asked Mark Rick at um, press conferences. Listen to this little gem. I could play it on the show, but I don't have it here with me right now. They asked him today, they said, Coach Rick, how do you manage the 85 players on your team? You know, how do you keep up with them? And Coach Rick looks at the guy, and I think what he was thinking was, you fucking idiot, I don't take care of 85 players myself. I have... I have... <laughs> oh god. Pause. <laughs> Tony Nation Podcast, episode 45, coming to you live from Surfside Beach. I'm using, we're doing it for real now. Um, this is a parental discretion advice show, though, because I am drinking and I'm liable to say anything. So it's uh, episode 45 of Broadcast Excellence, Georgia Bulldog Nation, coming to you live. Got my co-host here with me as usual, Old Dog, sitting here. We're at TGI Fridays in Surfside on our Lewis Grizzard Memorial Trip to the Beach. Our commemorative Lewis Grizzard trip to Surfside Beach, Myrtle Beach. This is one of the places Lewis Grizzard had his ashes um, spread around. Had it at Myrtle Beach, had it at the uh, Sanford Stadium, flew over the uh, stadium at halftime of the Clemson game. And I believe the other was somewhere in Atlanta near his home. Could have been in his backyard, don't know for sure. Uh, don't have a whole lot to report, don't have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, going into our last week of spring practice, going to culminate in the G-Day game. No movement on the depth chart. Uh, everyone seems to be doing okay. No major industry injuries or industries that have moved <laughs> into Sanford Stadium either at this point. Um, I tell you what, those twenty ounce cokes for whatever they are, five, six dollars a piece now, that's a major industry. <laughs> that guy, that's a major industry, I'll tell you. The only little tweak that we had was on Henderson and he's back at full strength, so you know General Constitution was trying to make a big deal out of that and you know, there's really nothing there. I mean, you know, kid tweaked his hamstring, he's back, looks like he's gonna be playing little receiver. Uh, doing some punt returning and be a backup uh, at the cornerback position if we get a little thin there and need somebody else. Coach Rick, yeah, Coach Rick did specifically talk about that in the press conference the other day. He, he really likes the fact that Mickey Henderson can really adequately and, you know, play at a quality level both directions on both sides of the ball. If we get some injuries on one side of the ball or the other, either way, receiver or defensive back, Mickey Anderson can really step up and contribute on either side. Other than that, really not a whole lot going on. Uh, I don't think Matthew Stafford is let loose anymore with 100 yard passes <laughs> yeah. that you hear about. He hadn't drilled it through anybody's chest. <laughs> but there's really there's no movement on the depth chart. Uh, you know, the main thing here that we've got is we've got the younger kids learning the system. You know, Coach Rick is going to talk about that, that, you know, basically that's what it's for. You know, to get programmed, that of course senior leadership is there, and the seniors certainly have an edge over the freshmen and sophomores just because they have the experience. It's pretty much what we're telling you is pretty much exactly what Coach Rick is going to say in his press conference, and you and guys it's know it's pretty this damn already. boring. It's pretty damn boring. 
the press conferences are really, really boring. But um, and because you guys already know all this, right? But the only thing worse is Derek could be talking about gymnastics, sir. Well, you know the gym dogs. The gym dogs are ranked number one in the country right now. And um, anyway, I won't cover other sports tonight. Um, we're working on our second round here at TJ Fridays, little Budweiser. You're drinking out of the glass tonight, old dog. It's frosted. Yeah. And the beer isn't particularly cold, so I need that extra little coldness from the glass. The frosted mug is, is a quality touch, man. Uh, anyway, you know, that's, that, we, really, we really have incredibly yeah. little to talk about right now. And we're not going to bore you anymore with our battling. So yeah. that's the show. It's short and sweet, and uh, we'll be back after the G-Day game. We might be back after a couple more damn Captain Morgans. If I drink a couple more Captain Morgans, I may come back and, well, I don't know, we'll, do a, we'll talk about something. I don't know. Something. We have, we have the unfriendly... ...you could ever have right now. Every time she walks by, she looks at us like... And scowls. She scowls at us like she hates us. I don't think she's ever seen an iPod before. I think that might be the source of the uh, the problem. Because we're actually recording this into the iPod right now. Part of the reason we're doing the Los Gazard Memorial Trip is because tomorrow, well, scant, it's 11.23 right now where we are. 40, 57 minutes, 47 minutes, some damn, whatever, however many minutes it is <laughs> the hour. Old Dog is going to turn 49 years old. And I know we have a lot of listeners out there going, holy shit, I thought he was old. He's only 49. That ain't that damn old. Well, compared to me, he's a really, he's an old guy. He's really old. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe it. But um, anyway, happy birthday, old dog. I appreciate it. Happy 49th birthday. I'd sing to you, but our, our, damn, who in the world would want to our hear subscriber it. base would go in the damn toilet even faster than it is right now. Even faster than it is at the current rate. The damn basketball game right now, okay? And it sucks, all right? I mean, it's, you know what's going on. I'm not even going to mention the two teams that are playing or what's happening, but we're sitting here and they're talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and there's Bill Walton and then there's Bill Russell. And I made the mistake of mentioning that uh, Bill Russell might have played for UCLA because what the hell, they're showing him in between Bill Walton and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And Old Dog comes up with this. No, he didn't play at UCLA. He played at the University of San Francisco. And I say, and was how a Don. Hell, he was a Don. I don't even know what the fuck that means. He's a Don at the University of the University of San Francisco. But the really important question is, how in the hell does Old Dog know that? I'm waiting on the answer. Old Dog, because Old Dog knows everything. How the hell do you know Bill Russell was a Don? What does that mean? He was a Don at the University of San Francisco. Well, that was their nickname. Oh, they're oh, the Don. Oh, golfers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, <laughs> I had no freaking idea. <laughs> Captain Morgan, which is the nectar of the gods. And I'm really crushing his ass. I'm drinking Captain Morgan's at all, damn near two to one as he drinks these Budweiser's. And I told him the reason why is because Captain Morgan tastes good and Budweiser tastes like day-old bread with damn half a glass of water on it. But here's what I want to tell you, dog fans. As boring as this damn show may be, we're at 11 minutes here. Um... 
I ran the, I went to Charleston, South Carolina to run the Cooper River Bridge Run this weekend. And as in, some of you may or may not know, I don't know how many listeners we have in Charleston, but the night before the run in Charleston, the biggest day of the year in Charleston, 70,000 people in town to run this foot race across the bridge, a 10K, and a 40-foot diameter water main pipe broke in Charleston. Entire, shut down the entire water system. Nobody in Charleston, in the, the counties of Charleston, on the Charleston water system, public water system, had any water the night before the race. And I'm in a hotel room with my three kids, and I can't, you know, flush the toilet or brush my teeth or anything like that. And this is, I tell you all this story, just to tell you this one thing. I'm watching the news, and I tell my kids, I say, look at there, a 40-foot water main broke. There's no water anywhere in Charleston. They're probably going to have to cancel the race. This is awful. It's a disaster. It's the worst thing that happened. And my oldest son looks up to me, and he goes, Dad, I think Lauren Smith had something to do with it. <laughs> it's Lauren Smith's fault. And we do, too. Damn right. We do. We haven't got any photographic evidence, but we believe that Lauren Smith was seen outside of one of the Charleston public water facilities planting a bomb on one of the pipes, and maybe he's the one that crushed the 40-foot water main. At least my oldest kid thinks that. God almighty, did that show suck or what? If you're still listening... Congratulations to putting up with about 20 minutes of the most mindless, brain-numbing drivel that you've probably ever had to endure in your entire life. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. I promise the next show will be better. That's that's the product. That show, this show is the product of what you get with a lot of Captain Morgan and not a lot of dog band news. So we're heading out to the stadium right now for the game. I hope you can see you guys there. We'll be on the 50-yard line on uh, the visitor side, my traditional seat. So see you there, and uh, we'll be back tonight with a better show with a lot more white meat in it. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with our crap. Talk to you. <laughs> I'll be back later. And I'll tell you, after the game, I'm probably going to go out for a nice rack of ribs at Chili's with a frosty cold mug of beer. Thanks, Chili's. Brought to you by Chili's. Come experience the art of the margarita at chilismargaritamadness.com.